Hey there, chocolate lovers. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, you can find it on our Craft Chocolate TV YouTube channel. Hello, and welcome to Craft Chocolate TV. My name is Dylan Butterbaugh. I am with Manoa Chocolate, and today I'm going to lay out a formula for success, a framework or a path for what worked for our business. And I've shared a lot of this throughout the last however many 60-something episodes, but there's, there's a formula that has worked for us. And I'm going to break it down as simply as I can so that everyone can copy it because the more craft chocolate that's out there, the better the chocolate world becomes and the more people start buying good beans and sharing what we do. So the first thing on our list, the first thing that I would recommend, if you want to start a chocolate factory, you should work for another chocolate maker that you admire. And there's plenty of them that are doing a good job that you can learn a lot from. And that's the main point here is learn from another chocolate maker. Take what you think they do well, notice what they don't do well, and then you can apply it to your own business. But the thing about this is you're going to be learning what beans you like, how the machines work, where the raw materials come from, how much space you need to store your raw materials, what kind of issues come about when you get in beans. There's such a huge list of things that you would learn just from one month or two months of working for another chocolate maker. Do it for free if you have to. There's great chocolate makers in Europe. There's great chocolate makers throughout the United States. So I strongly recommend it, even if you have to work for free. That would be the first <laughs> really good piece of advice that would save you many thousands of dollars. And maybe even you would realize you might not want to start a chocolate factory, which is okay, because it's often not as glamorous or romantic as people would assume it would be, just like making wine or making beer or making cheese. It's still a lot of work. It's still manufacturing, food manufacturing, and there's a lot of things that come with that that are overlooked. There's an insane amount of cleaning and breaking piece, broken pieces of equipment that are constantly getting fixed. But anyway, now I'm going on a tangent. Work for another chocolate maker. Learn the trade a little bit. The next thing, start with enough money. There's no reason to start with less than you need because it's easy enough now to find financing. And if you can't do it, you might not want to start because you're setting yourself up for making it that much harder than it already is. I would recommend at least seventy-five dollars to $100,000 if you're in a first world country, if you're in a place like the United States. Um, that being said, I started with two loans of about $15,000 and about $5,000 in my own money. So I started with thirty-five grand. It was not even close to enough. I started with the smallest pieces of equipment. It was awful. I strongly recommend not starting that way. I would never do it again that way. And I can't believe that we survived. Um, but if you can live at your parents' house, you got one, uh, one advantage there. So start with enough money. I'd recommend a scale of two stone grinders, two 25 kilo wet stone grinders is a place to start if you're trying to start bare bones 
as small as possible. And you can get those for a few thousand dollars a piece from India. And in the past videos, we've recommended where to get those from. Um, we've never done it that way. We started with a cocoa town, two like really small cocoa towns, the five pound ones. We then eventually got two cocoa towns that were 25 kilos each. So that's about 55 pounds of chocolate. We were churning those over at one point every single, every three days, we would empty it and immediately reload it. And it would spin for three more days. We'd empty it and immediately reload it. And so that's how I knew that things were working. We, first, it was one like that. Then it was two like that. And then we took a very massive leap into ball, a ball mill that did 120 kilos in three to four hours, uh, which made better chocolate faster. But we still had so many issues and hurdles dealing with that. So for another time, I can chat about that. But start with enough money. Uh, number three, focus on retailing as much as possible, especially if you're going to start small, because that is your cash flow. That is how you're going to scale your business. That is how you're going to put a face to your business. That's how people are going to get to know your company and your brand, because that's what you're doing. You're getting your brand out there. You're getting people to talk about it, take it home to, you know, after dinner parties, and they're going to learn that you make chocolate. People are going to start coming back. They're going to find it interesting. This is how you grow your brand. While you're doing that, you also want to focus on wholesaling your chocolate. First, retail as much as you can. As you have surplus and you're sitting on additional inventory of packaged bars, you're going to want to reach out to your Whole Foods accounts or your whatever health food stores are in your area, whatever boutique stores that'll carry it. Have nice packaging. All of that comes under this next one, which is number three. So focus on retailing as much as you can. Um, then there's a lot of things that you need to do along the way. So as you cash flow, as you get bigger, you're going to want to buy larger quantities of things, larger quantities of cocoa butter, larger quantities of beans, larger quantities of packaging, because that's going to drop your unit costs. That's going to drop, when I say your unit costs, the cost it takes to make a chocolate bar. Everything will be the same quality-wise, except it'll be less expensive to make a chocolate bar from beginning to end. So this is why you want to try and get to economies of scale. You want to buy a container of beans. You don't want to buy one bag. So you're constantly working toward that and things get more affordable. So um, you got to be careful with this because if you only have so much cash available, you don't want to go buy a container of beans if you only have half the amount of money for it. You got to work within your budget. You got to manage your cash flow. And this is a great lesson because it works the same way when you're small as when you're big. It's just when you're big, you have more money. That's pretty much the only difference. You have uh, more, more um, relationships with banks where you can use their money if you want. So an, a revolving line of credit is what I'm thinking of. But preferably you want to use your own money. That's the safest, easiest way to go. And as you're making money, you also want to buy equipment. As you're making money, you can start paying yourself. I didn't. I took owner's withdrawals for years and I paid myself what worked out to be about a dollar and 27 cents an hour. And I just lived as bare bones as I could until there was enough money. But then 
the first couple of years I was getting taxed and I was just scratching my head going, what the heck? Why am I getting taxed right now when I haven't paid myself anything? And it's because I was putting money into growing the company in the sense that I was buying larger amounts of raw materials, larger amounts of beans and butter and milk powder and whatever else. And as a manufacturer, as a chocolate maker, that counts as profits and cash in the eyes of the government until you sell it, which also counts as profits and cash. But you don't have access to that money to even pay your taxes. So I had to start borrowing money and I got very upset and I realized, you know what? I don't want this to happen to me again. I am going to buy equipment. And that's when we started buying the first things like our, our 12 kilo coffee roaster, um, our flow wrapping machine, because here I was staying up till two in the morning, hand packaging chocolate bars and I was getting taxed. And I was just so mad. So that drove me into buying larger pieces of equipment and we haven't stopped doing that. So, and it, I got to say, it gets a heck of a lot easier as you get bigger. Next thing, um, get an accountant. I made mistakes in the beginning when I was trying to do my own accounting. And in my fairness, we didn't have enough money to even pay an accountant at that time. This goes back to number two, start with enough money, but get an accountant who can help you file your taxes properly and give you a financial statement. This will give you a different picture of your business. There's a feel, there's a, it's like a finger on the pulse kind of feel that someone who spends a lot of time in their business has. It's a whole different perspective when you actually see the numbers month to month to month to month. And you see what's going on and how much is owed in accounts receivable and how much is getting out in accounts payable, how much inventory you're sitting on in value. All of that really helps to see on one or two pages of paper each month. So a proper accountant really helps. And at the end of the day, it's a fractional percentage of what you should be bringing in. Um, one of the last things that has been extremely helpful is having somebody with engineering experience or handyman experiences, preferably engineering experiences because we are food manufacturing. And as you get bigger, things become far more complicated and you're going to need somebody who understands how solenoid valves work and how to, how electricity generally works, mechanical engineering. That's all the world that we're in. So hopefully this helps. Thank you for watching Craft Chocolate TV. I will see you next time. Cheers. Happy chocolate making. Hi, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd appreciate if you subscribe and give a review. This helps other chocolate lovers like yourself discover the podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great day.